It is good to see all of you today, and uh, I hope that um, hope you enjoying the weather. You know, weather like this. If you can be in a bad mood in weather like this, um, shame on you. Uh, I just this is this is just great. I love it. Anyway, I, before I get in the message this morning, um, uh, last week Josh talked about uh, had a great video on uh, on. Uh, Trusting in God. I'm not going to, I was going to reshow the video today, but I'm not going to. Uh, but maybe we'll reshow it next week. But next week, if you come, uh, I'm going to give you something that you've never received before in church. You got to come next week and find out. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, so uh, it's going to be, uh, I'm looking forward to, to next week. But, um, you know, uh, come. And it's gonna, we're going to have a great time together as well as, as today. Today we're going to be talking about something that's very important to me. It's something I, I love talking about. It's just, a, it's just a part of it. Now, sometimes, you know, we go through situations in life that are hard and that are difficult. And we, we really have to have God make a way. And so we're, today we're going to be talking about that God will make a way. And we have to put ourselves, position ourselves in the right places for, to allow God to, to make a way. The Bible is it's full of stories, absolutely full of stories, uh, how God did God-sized tasks and, and made a way. It's, it's just one story after another of God being supernatural. You know, there's a lot of events in life that we can just kind of, we can kind of muddle through them, and it gets a little tough and a little hard, but that's okay. We're going to make it anyway, and so we kind of make it through, and nah, that's all there is to it, and it was tough, but, you know, you know when, when the tough gets, when the, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about, oh, let's pull ourselves by our bootstraps. I'm talking about a supernatural God that does supernatural things. And, the, and, and we see that and we know that and we acknowledge that God did it. But the problem is, is that so many times we can be in the middle of a miracle and not know it. As a matter of fact, most of the time that I have been in gigantic God-sized miracles... I mean, God was doing things that were so supernatural and beyond my understanding that I didn't even know it. And I, you get through it, and you look back, and you go, oh, holy smokes, that was God. God did that. I'll tell you a little story about that a little later on. But, but what I want you to know is that sometimes when we're going through situations that they're tough and they're difficult, that sometimes when God answers, it doesn't look like exactly like the way that we, we think that it is going to, to look. Crisis, bad news, a disaster, disease, unfair circumstances in life, un, unjust treatment. You know, it, it's all around us and, you know, it can hit us at any time. I know, again, you know, there's, you know, just this past week we had... You know, two of you that, you know, you lost your moms this week. You know, and it hurts. And so how do we, how do we navigate through, through these times? And, you know, how do we, how do we, we get through those times, you know? And where, where's God when I need him? 
Where's God when, when some tough times are coming? And what I want you to know is that God is there and God will always make a way. Sometimes there's miracles. Sometimes diseases are healed. Sometimes um, there are impossible situations that, that overcome. Sometimes, very honestly, there's a difficult time and you, and you do lose your house. Sometimes, maybe, that marriage is, is as much as you've prayed and stood and you believed in God, and, 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 but the marriage just didn't make it. And, and where's God in these difficult times? One of the most difficult lessons that we can ever learn in life is, is our spiritual walk and learning how to put our trust and our faith in God. You know, it's very easy to, to serve God. It's very easy to believe in God. Hang on. But sometimes it's very hard to trust in God. Because we trust according to our logic. You know, and, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I don't know, ooh, wow. You know, well, God, God's going to let me down. God's going to fail me. Well, it's not that God failed me. It's just that I'm really not important enough for God to do it. You know, it's more important for God to take care of other people than it is for me. I, I've, I've heard this numbers of times in my life in the ministry if somebody will maybe they be in a prayer group and somebody, somebody's sick and you know, or needs, you know they, they need, need for God to touch them and another person is there and they're, they're kind of it's, well you know what um, you know pray for them because it's more important for them to get healed than it is for me and it's sort of like you know what you know God's kind of running out of energy here and if he's got to make a choice between one or the other, um, let's let, let, let him do that. I, you know, I, you know, I will sacrifice. For, you know, God, there's a, there's a theological term that we use to destru- describe God. And you, you know what I mean. The word is omnipotent. It's all-powerful. And God does not run out of power. Whenever God does a miracle. Did you know that when God created heavens and earth, I know, I know the Bible says at, you know, at the end of seven days God rested. That's just a word picture for us. You know, God, at the end of the seven days, God wasn't going, holy smokes, am I tired. Man, creation is really wearing me. He wasn't tired. He had no less energy. He was still the omnipotent God. And so when we say that God will make a way, in the next couple of weeks, as I'm wanting to, to drive that home into all of our hearts, you know, God will make a way that, that we're serving a supernatural God. And sometimes when we, we get in those situations where we need to see that, that supernatural God do supernatural things, and say, God, I know that you're going to come through for me. I know you're going to make a way. Because very honestly, if God isn't supernatural, if God does not do things that are beyond my ability to put him into a box, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't want to serve him. If he's not all-powerful, if he is just some nice, warm, little philosophy that we live by, i got better things to do with my time, folks. i got better things to do. I don't want to be committed to a philosophy. 
I don't want to invest my time and my energy and my money into something that's a nice, warm thought. But I believe in a God that is all-powerful. I invest my life in a God that says, through God all things are possible. <laughs> and that's the only kind of God that I'm interested in serving. And a God that says, I love you so much, I want to send my son to die on the cross for your sins, to put you in a good relationship with me. This weird philosophy of warm, fuzzy God, it's nothing there. There's nothing there. A God that is so, so weak that he has to change with what culture says about him. He has to adjust and change his laws and, and change his directions and change his commandments because, well, culture is doing, going a different way and so we will change with that. That's not a God that I'm interested in serving. But a God that says, I'm righteous and I'm true altogether. What was true a thousand years ago, 10,000 years ago is true today and you can bet your life on it. And that's the kind of God that we're serving. The God that says, I'm going to make a way for you. I'm going to watch out for you. So no matter how, if it's difficult or hard or awkward, all we know is that, is that, that God will be there. You, you, you don't know how God's going to show up in your crisis. But he will show up. God will be there. Sometimes we don't expect him the way that he comes. But then you back off and you go, oh, yeah, I, I see it, God. You, you were there. You, you made a way. Why does some crisis turn out okay and, and others don't? What if God doesn't answer our prayers or at least from our standpoint, we don't think he's answering our prayers? Sometimes accidents happen to people and, and, and people die. But God is still there in the middle of it all. And God is concerned about eternity. And so this morning as we are getting into the fact that God will make a way, I want to walk you through a journey this morning. And my, I've got to be honest with you. I only have one goal this morning. This is as you walk out. You understand, no matter what you're going to be facing this week, God's going to make a way. God's going to be with, there, with you there. And then God's promised you, I will never leave you, I'll never forsake you. You're going to walk out knowing, man, that's the absolute truth. And I really, really, really believe that. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to ask you to, to turn to, to a passage in, 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 the, in the book of Isaiah this, this part is not going to be on the screen. This is one of those passages that we, we say it's not on the screen so you don't get the habit of not bringing your Bible, okay? So uh, make, sure, you know, make sure you bring the Bible with you. But in Isaiah in chapter 43, it's just, you know, this is one of those passages that there's so much in front of it and behind it, it's kind of hard to find a place to start. But we will start in verse 10. And it says... You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed, nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me, 
there is no Savior. I have, re- I have revealed and saved and proclaimed. I and not some foreign God among you. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, that I am God. Yes, and from ancient days I am he. No one can deliver out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? And this is that powerful God that he is making known to us that uh, I'm not a weak God. I'm, I'm in charge here. <laughs> there may be a few things goes on but that I'm allowing to happen to, to bring some things in, in, into events to pass. But I'm God and I'm in charge. No one can reverse. No one can change. You have a free will and you can be the God of your own life. And you can choose to rebel and walk away from God or you can, as a matter of fact, say, you are God and I trust you and because you are all-powerful, I'm, I'm going to do it your way. Become, because you're omniscient, all-knowing, because you know everything, I'm going to trust you for, for wisdom and you can tell me what to do. And so this morning as we are, as we are looking at this passage and, and understanding that, that God will make a way that's what God is saying in, in verses 16 and, and verses 19 of this passage. Um, in in, other, in other, other paraphrases, other, other uh, translations that come across the, the exact words of, I will make a way. I, I will make a way. I am there, and, and there, this, this is what's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to make a way. God is saying to us, whatever you're facing, put your trust and faith in me. I'll make a way, a way to get you through. When we study the history of Israel, the nation of Israel, you find that God always made a way for them. He made a way to get them out of Egypt when they were up against the Red Sea facing an impossible task. It could not be done. It was impossible. The God of the impossible made a way. He made a way through the Red Sea. He parted the Red Sea. Well, Larry, don't you think that's kind of just a nice little story to warm our hearts? Again, my dear friends, if God is supernat- not supernatural, if he's not supernatural, I don't have time to serve him. But because I know he is, I'll give him everything. I'll invest everything because he's proven himself to me time and time and time again not because of a challenge of mine. Well, God, prove yourself to me. But because he's just God. And if you hang around him long enough, you'll see that supernatural side of God in all that he does. In Psalms, in chapter 50, in verse, starting in verse 15, we're going to look at some things today that I have five points on your outline on the, on the bulletin. Just to tell you ahead of time, we're not going to get to them. You will get, we'll get through number one, okay? So bring your bulletin back next week, and uh, we'll finish off the other four. And I'll also give you something you never got in church before, too. So Now, some of you are going to say, I got these in church before. Uh, okay, but, um, but, but number one is that, is that God will make a way in the time of trouble. God will make a way in, the, in times of trouble... God will make a way. Now back, back the passage in Psalms. And call on me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you, and you will honor me. 
in your day of trouble, call on me. You know, and you, you can say, well, I, I don't have any troubles. Uh, yeah, we all have troubles, and we all, we are, we're all facing troubles. And God is saying, in that time of difficulty, call on me, and, and I will deliver you, and you're going to give glory to me. You're going to honor me. But you know what, the, you know what the, the trouble with verse 15 is? Is that just before verse 15, guess what there is? Somebody, somebody got it right. Somebody got the right answer. What is it? Verse 14, yes. Good. You're, you're mathematicians too, okay? Okay. So the problem is, is before verse 15 comes verse 14. Verse 14, sacrifice thanks offerings to the Lord, fulfill your vows to the Most High. Oh, now then, verse, um, and call on me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you, and you will not honor me. See, the reason that most people say, well, I called on God and never answered my prayers is because they haven't honored him at the first place. It was just, oh, I'm in a jam. If you're the God up there someplace, why don't you help me out? See, God didn't answer. So there is no God. But God says, no, understand. Build a relationship with me first. Build a relationship with me. Honor me. Those vows, fulfill those vows. And as you're fulfilling those vows, you're going to understand more about me and who I am. And then when and I answer you and I deliver you in your time of trouble, there's going to be a good reason. There's going to be some good things that's going to take place and that's going to come out of this. We, in that place of our times of trouble, we, we call upon the Lord. God, would you lead me? God, would you guide me? God, would you, would you lead my life? And we see God doing it. Last week, I, I, because of what had happened with the bombings in, in Boston, I talked about a, a, a friend of mine uh, that I have uh, who is a Chechen pastor. And, and I, th- I want to just kind of share some stories as I was saying is that, that if you're a part of this church family, that when you come into this family and say, hey, I'm here, I, I belong to this family, that, that you, you inherit all of the, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, every great thing that we've done, every bad thing that we've done, you own it, you know. Uh, but but one of the, one of the one, a, a great thing that this church has done is that you raise the money to buy a laptop computer that, that was used to translate the Bible into the Chechen language. And, you know, and I had the, 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 the privilege, I mean, and I tell you, it was a, a real honor to, to get to do it. But I had the privilege of, of carrying that lot laptop over to Russia, hopping on a plane in, in Moscow, flying down to the Black Sea, and taking one of the most scary rides of my life, in a, <laughs> you know, down, down to the Black Sea, and, 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 and you know, finding and finding this, this, this pastor, this Chechen pastor, and to to take this thing and to hand it to him and to say, here, here, there's a bunch of people in Claremont, California, that love you, and we're praying for you. You know, because of, because of the, um, the danger of him being a Christian, we've, we've given him, a, um, we've given him a, a cover name that we call him here uh, because for him, uh, it is a life, it's a death sentence for him. Um, there's been a number of attempts on his life. 
and so we we, you know, we call we call him we call him David Moses, uh, just just because of that, of of, of who he is and that the, the man of God that that he is. But as I was able to to hand him this computer, realizing it's going to change lives. You know, he's going to, he's going to sit down. And he's going to spend time, and he's going to to translate the the Bible in you know in, in Cyrillic in, with the Cyrillic alphabet into a into another language for people that would not know God. They would not see the Word of God unless you hadn't dropped that money in the offering basket. Unless you hadn't have said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to stretch a little bit. I'm not going to go out to dinner this week. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to do that this week. I'm going to sacrifice. I, I'm not going to buy myself that extra toy. Uh, what I want to do is I'm going to, I'm going to give this money because I believe in the importance of doing this. And Pastor David, I, I, again, I, I wanted to show you a picture of him. I mean, it's not like I believe that there's there any, uh, any, any spies here right now that would turn him in, but uh, sometimes because of internet, you just don't know what's going to happen. But, but to protect his life, I'm not going to show you the picture, but you look at him and you see, you know, I look at him, I see this big smile on his face. And I, wow, what a, what a great man. What a, what, a, what a good guy. What a good guy. One time we were in, in Moscow together and, and uh, I had we'd, I'd just flown in and I was, I was dead tired. We were at this church in Moscow and I'm... I'm uh, my, my back's aching. I said, okay, let's, let's, let's go find a hotel and stay in a hotel, you know. And said, no, we're, we're, we're going to stay here in the, in the, and sleep on the floor in the, in the church. And I, I don't want to do that. I got money. I want to I you know, go stay in a hotel. I said, no, well, we're just going to, we're just going to, you know. And, and one of the other guys came to me and he said, you know, Larry, um, because, um, because um, David Moses is, 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 is a Chechen, they will not allow him to stay in a hotel here. And so, you know, and he said, you, know you, guys, you guys just go ahead and go. I, I want to stay here. I want, I want to stay here. Just, gen- you know, you guys go ahead and go. No, no, you, know. you know, and so when I understood it, oh, man, I, I'm so embarrassed. What a child I am. What a selfish American brat. You know, I have my God-given right to stay in a hotel with a warm bed, you know. Yeah. And here he is, literally risking his life to come to Moscow to meet with me. Literally risking his life. And, you know, so we, we, you know, we, we spent the night, you know, and, you know, I you know, slept on, I, actually what I did is I pulled together some chairs that weren't soft like these and, you know, slept on, on four chairs. The Normal Heights people slept on six chairs. <laughs> no, I was Normal Height. Everybody else was abnormal, okay? <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, you know, you know, I, I'm, I look over and I see Pastor, Pastor David Moses. And he's reading the word of God. And like, word have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against God. And he, obviously he's speaking in Chechen. You know, the word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. You know, 
For God so loved the world, he gave his only son. There is no other name given under heaven whereby man may be saved. Even I, even I, I am he. I will forgive your transgression. I go, dude, it's time to go sleep. <laughs> and one of his friends said, you know, you have to understand, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about later on, but this is what he does every morning. And later on, he said, you know, he said, being raised as a Muslim Chechen, he said, I have so much hate in my heart. He said, I am a person of hate. And if, if I don't feed off of the bread of the word of God, the first thing every morning, that hate's going to capture me again. And so for two hours every day, he would feed himself on the word of God because he knew that the enemy of God wanted to capture him. And he wasn't willing to go back into captivity. He would drive that word of God home in his heart. And see, sometimes the reason, well, I just have a trouble with sin. I just, you know, it's because we're not feasting on the word of God. Because we're not driving it into us. Because we're Americans and we don't believe in those kinds of really forceful things. But he understood. He understood very well the dangers of it all. You know, and, and, and just the, and, and living in, and having people hate him just because he was who he was. The, the, the Chechens that we, we saw in the, in the bombing their physical characteristics did not look like a lot of, of Chechens. Um, They're probably from Dagestan, but but the Chechens have a very, a very very tailing um, uh, features about them that you can just look at them and say, oh, they're, they're Chechens. And that day, as I, I was on the train, I mean on the the metro system in Moscow, which is one of the most incredible metro systems in the world. I mean, it's 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 great. It's a it's, it's, like, it's like being in an art gallery, very honestly. And we were, I was standing on the, on, the, on the car and just, I mean, sort of like, I'm right here. The wall of the car is right here. And, you know, six inches over is, is, is the track. And I'm standing there and there's a, a Chechen, another Chechen, and somebody I didn't know. And, and uh, But I just look at him, I knew he was a Chechen. And I'm sitting and looking, you know, just kind of looking. And I saw two Russian men come up behind him with, with pieces of pipe and they just simply crushed his head in right there on the spot just as the, as the pipe came down through his head the car leaves oh oh, oh. you see there's a world of hate out there sometimes we can learn to live with it we can kind of soft, soft soap it and, uh, but David Moses knew, if I don't hide the word of God in my heart, if I don't give it to my people in this way, then they are going to be those people that hate so much that, that taking a life is, is nothing and that other people don't mind taking their life as well. Another one of my trips to, to Chechnya, we had been... We'd done a lot of work ahead of time, and we had two 40-foot containers of food because of the, the Russian war in, in, in Chechnya. There were a lot of um, refugees that were trying to escape, and 
we'd sent for two 40-foot containers of food and we had all the paperwork. We, we had, our timing was impeccable. Let me tell you, man, this thing was like clockwork. We will fly down. We will get off of the plane uh, in this little, in this village of Minvodi. Um, and we'll get off the plane and our worker there, whose name is Velodi, Velodi will meet us on the plane and he will have the paperwork for us and we, we will go to the customs office and we will get these 40-foot containers of food released. And then, um, then in the morning at 10 o'clock, we are going to be at uh, a refugee camp uh, and we are going to be able to, to hand out the food and, and, and get it out, and then, and then we are at that. Then when that's over with, and we'll have time, I will be able to. I will be able to come home, catch catch the plane from Minvodi to Moscow, um, and with about a 15-minute layover, I'm going to be able to get from from that and hop on the plane to come home. Just perfect timing. Perfect. Couldn't have been any better. Except <laughs> we get there and. Vlody walks up to us and he says, uh, where's the paperwork? It never did come. So what? It was sent. And I said, no, no, it didn't come. And so I, we, we got to Vlody's house and, we, you know, and I, you know, we called, I called, uh, as a matter of fact, I had a cell phone that, was, uh, that I could uh, you know, call home, uh, call America without a problem at all. And so I, I called Janice and I said, Janice, you know, FedEx said that this was delivered. Call them if I was going on. Find out why we, my, why, why we didn't get that package. Some of you have been around the church for a while. You've heard this story before. You can go to sleep for a few minutes, John. Go ahead, John. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I, I, you know I'm, I'm upset. I'm really angry. You know, how dare them? They messed up my plans, you know. How dare them do that? You know, and so I'm, I'm going, okay, well, what am I going to do here? Well, so we call, and, they, and FedEx says, no, um, that package was delivered two weeks ago. And here's a person who signed for it. And, um, and Velody says, uh, I've lived in, this, I've lived in this, this neighborhood my whole... I was born in this house. I don't know anybody by that name. You know, and so we, so we, we, you know, we call FedEx and we're, you know, we're yelling at them and they're yelling at us. I guess that's what was going on. I didn't understand a word. But, uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of this, you know. <laughs> And a um, guy from across the street walks across, he comes out of his house, starts walking the street, and he's got a FedEx package. And he said, um, um, this came two weeks ago. Oh, thanks a lot. You know, wow. And he says, my mother-in-law was here visiting from a, another area, another village. And so she signed for it. And, and growing up under the, the old communistic regi- regime, she knew that it was, it was important and you don't tell everything that you know. You don't tell anything. And so she, she hid it away because she knew it was important. So, yeah, it was important. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and Velody said, you know, I lived it, you know, I don't know the name. And so because she lived out of the area and, and just came, he, he didn't, we didn't know who it was. He didn't, he didn't know who it was. But, you know, obviously we, we missed our whole purpose of, of that trip down, down, to, down to Chechnya. You know, and so we're just kind of like, well, you know, I got I to, it's going to take another couple of weeks to get all of this through, through customs and I, gotta, I need to go home and have time. Well, this, is a, this was a waste of, of time. This was a real waste of time. And so we, well, there it goes. Well, okay. 
So we'll just, when you get it released, just go ahead and, we'll, and pass it out however you need to, and we'll go out from here. That evening as we were sitting around the, the, the dinner table, Vodi kind of walks, he walks back in, into the room, kind of, he's kind of white, and, you know, his mouth kind of gaping open, and he's kind of, Today at 10 o'clock, while we were supposed to have been there, and I said, the Chechen rebels drove through the camp in, in three vehicles with machine guns and killed almost everybody in the camp. You know, you know it, it took a while. All this time we'd been living in a miracle and didn't know it. Very honestly, we're angry that we were living in a miracle. Upset because our time had been messed up. You see, God will make a way. God will make a way. God made a way to, to save our lives. And God will make a way to save your life as well. And sometimes when you're living in that miracle, you may be angry at God and say, God, why, God, are you doing this to me? Now, I'm going to tell you something. If you ever say that, stick around for the answer. He's going to answer. You may not like the answer, but he's going to answer. And as, as we, we, kind of, we, we kind of walked away, kind of, I'm going to be honest with you, very embarrassed that we doubted God. You see, when I say that God will make a way and he will answer your prayers and hear your prayers and answer your prayers, are you ready for this one? Sometimes God will even answer your prayers before you pray them. God will send an answer to the need before you know you have a need. I didn't know that there were going to be Chechen rebels running through there. I wouldn't, you know, if I would have known it, I wouldn't have been there at all. There are numbers of times that I would have known some of the things that I was going to be facing I wouldn't have done. But you see, God will make a way. God will make a way. Two weeks before I knew I had a need, maybe six months before I knew I had a need, God had a plan to send a mother-in-law that was going to take a package that could have, been, could have been very dangerous to us. See, God's ways are not our ways. We don't understand all of God's ways. But that's the reason the first thing to let God make a way in your life, the first thing that we must do is that we must say, you are God and you're in control. There is no other God. Salvation is going to come through no other one other than you. God, I'm putting my trust and my faith in you. God, I know that you will make a way. What's that situation that you're facing right now? Under your breath, right where you're sitting, I'm going to ask you to say, just say, God will make a way. You need to confess that to yourself right now, that God will make a way. And yeah, sometimes he does reveal himself in ways that's uncomfortable to us. But God will make a way. You know, later that evening, we were meeting with a, a young girl and a young Chechen girl, very, uh, very sweet, very, um, 
a very business-minded young lady, very professional-looking, but, but a lover of God. You know, and she, you know, she told the story of, you know, I was, my father and I were standing out in the streets in, in Grozny, and by this time there had been so much murder going on, and just, just it was just a horrible thing. And she said, my father and I were standing out in the streets in Grozny, and her father was a Christian, a born-again Christian, a very devout Christian. She said, we were standing in the street, and I was, I was, I would talk to my dad, and I saw a red line just come down across his head, a little red dot come across his head and stop, and then instantly that red dot turned into just a black hole in his head. You know, and because he was a Christian, his, his life was taken. And her attitude was, you know, I hate those people. But instead, it was, it was one of, 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 you know, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. She had lost everything. She had lost their whole, their whole wealth of their whole family. It was all gone. And she was a refugee with, with nothing anymore. But she knew that God would still make a way for her. She knew that she could put her trust and her faith in God. Whether it is someone like, like, like David Moses or whether it is a young girl that's lost or maybe it's you that you have lost a, maybe your mate has left you. Maybe you have, you have a person at work that is trying to, to destroy your life and to destroy your, your name at work. Understand that it is God who goes before us. It is God who makes a way. And when we call on the Lord, he will be there to, to, to answer. Come next week. The other four points are pretty good too. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 but God will make a way. But my dear friends, I'm going to tell you, there's conditions to it. If you're just going to shoot up a prayer once in a while you're in, when you're in trouble to God, you're not going to get it. It's not going to come out the way that you expect it to come out. But it is that, that verse 14, that's the problem verse for us. It is that verse that, that, that says that, that we are to fulfill those vows, that we are to, to sacrifice that, that thank offering. God, I thank you. God, I'm going to give you everything about me. I've made vows to you. I'm going to serve you, God. And then when we're in that place of serving and honoring God, and he says, oh, cry out to me in your time of trouble. And I will answer Next week, you know, we're going to see some things that there's going to be some times that we don't deserve for God to answer. But you know what? He's God and he does it anyway. He's God and he does it anyway. God is not basing his answer to your prayers on, on, on are you doing everything 100% right. He's basing it on are you working on developing that relationship with me. And because I'm God, and because I'm a good God, and I only do good things, I'm with you. I'm going to ask the worship band to come up to the front and the ushers to come to the front. And as they're coming, you know, 
Let, let God be God because he's on your side. God's for you. He's not against you. His promise to you is that he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. His promise is that when you, when you call upon the name of the Lord, he's going to be there. If we've done some things to block him off from moving, he's still going to be there. And he can still make good out of a bad situation. Next week we'll talk about it. Sometimes when you have to pay the consequences of somebody else's bad choice. What can God do in that situation? Now, Father in heaven, oh, when I hang around your servants like David Moses, who's so intent, who understands that his very next breath comes from you, Oh, Lord, I want to love you more. God, I don't want to feel guilty because of what he does, but God, I want to look at it and say, I want to be like that. I want to pound the word of God into my very heart. When I realize that There's victory there for me if I'll grab it. So God, I pray your blessings today. Bless everyone here, Lord. In their hard spots, Father, for those that have lost loved ones this week. Father, for those that have, have lost a job or going through difficult situations in marriage or with their kids. Oh God, we want to just cry out to you, God, God we, we know, we know, God, we know, God, we know, we know, we know that God will make a way. So bless now. Father, as we give to you in fulfilling vows, I'm going to return my tithes and offerings to the Lord. God, God we, we want to give to you out of a grateful heart and of a thankful heart. God, thanking you that there are some Chechens right now and they were in church earlier this morning and they were reading the Bible that's and they got it because this church right here, this church right here, put the Bible in their hand. Thank you, God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God bless you as you give back to God today.